You see, we've earned respect night after night, year after year, giving it everything we've got. The blood, the sweat, and the tears for this business because we love it. And we've earned it. And you're looking at the best. I get it, I get it, I re-up, I drop up, I go out and get it. Show them the vibe, but they still don't get it. Yeah. I sold them cash. Ben, hi! <laughs> Hello, darling. How are you, babe? I'm hanging in there. You're hanging in there? First week of the holidays. Oh, God. One down, five to go. It's so weird. I know. Trust me, man. Trust me. 12 hours in. I heard the sign of boredom. I heard the call of boredom. I'm like, oh, there's no way. You have been off for like 12 hours. This is the first day. There's no way it could be. I can hear the cries of boredom already. (laughs) Boredom, hunger, and boredom and hunger again. Wait, how's it been for you? How's it been boring for you? Should we do the intro? Yeah. Okay. You are listening to the Hustle is Real 101 podcast. The song is song bad, is it? Oh my goodness. <laughs> you are listening to the Hustle is Real 101 podcast, the home of real talk, real perspectives, and real mother every life for reals. Is it a pod though, Nate? They can call it that if they want to, but to us, it's just two half-decent individuals having a half-decent conversation. Yeah, baby. <laughs> yeah, baby. Tell them who you are, babe. I am lovely known as Nate. And I am your resident buff babe in business. I'm Miffy I'm Miffy Turner. And hi, babe. I'm Cam. <laughs> Entrepreneur, personal stylist, social media extraordinaire, and mummy of four. Easy enough. Easy enough. Oi, oi, you're lucky to be alive, mate. Oh my god. Why what's going on again now? Trust me. So, okay, holiday time, loads of parents are going to soft plays. I decided to go and link up with one of my friends at the soft play, you know, let the kids run around, have a good time for a couple of hours, burn some energy. So, we're sitting there nicely, everyone's having a nice time. And then these kids barge in with their mums right so the the people at the desk are doing some first aid or something on one of the kids that have like fallen over yeah and these people just walk in these two mums with about i think they had about seven children between them yeah <laughs> the eldest one is about eight and then there's another one that is like followed close behind him and he's about maybe seven, six he looks about six he had no shoes on one of the babies just had like a vest and her nappy on and it was that those sorts of you know those sorts of individuals anyway so they bar- they barge into the soft play while the staff are distracting they go into the little baby area but the two older boys 
they go and teeth two magnums out of the freezer, yeah? Oh, how real? Right? Like, in the cafe bit, right? So me and my friends sit in there, like, just, like, watching, talking, you know, watching the kids and stuff. They teeth two ice creams out of the freezer while the staff are distracted serving other people. They run away into the soft play, yeah? So that was the first thing, right? And, like, disappear, like, into the soft play amongst all the other children and stuff, yeah? So I don't know if anyone else saw that, but that was that was number one. Number two, so there's a table not too far from where we're sitting and the people have, like, left their snacks on there. They're coming back in it. You know what soft play's like. You leave your bits by the table, you're in and out, looking after your kids, like, keeping an eye on the kids, going up and getting food from the cafe, whatever, going taking the kids' toilet. You know what I mean? Or some parents even going in, going in the soft play, yeah? Anyway... There's a purse on the table, right? <sighs> right? And so the child, so the younger kid, the younger boy sits at that table, bearing in mind it's not his table, like where his people are, where his family are. Sits at the table, and then the other little boy sits on another table not too far away. And the, the older boy is looking around and tells the boy, yeah, yeah, do it, do it. And then the little boy, the younger one, takes the purse and runs into the soft play again, yeah? <laughs> and you, I just saw the granddad, I presume it's the granddad who was, like, sitting at that table, just bolt after the kid, yeah, into the soft play, gets the purse back, right? That was number two. Number three, the boy takes... So the younger boy takes a can of spray paint out of his back pocket, right? And then my daughter comes out saying oh, there's a boy in there, he's spraying the other kids with spray paint and he's spraying, like, the, you know, the soft play stuff, like, you know, the little ropes and whatever else they have in there, you know, all their, like, sponge stuff and, you know, he's just he's just spraying everything in the, in the apparatus. That's number three. Number four, they pick up another purse and teeth the woman's debit card. Oh, my God, what kind of soft play is this? I'm telling you, I got... I, listen... By the time I left that hey yeah, I felt like I've been in the episode of EastEnders, love. Trust me. Like, you were going to say the granddad was in on it? Because I was going to say the words read conspiracy family came to mind. Though, because, I, like, I'm, my friend and I are pretty sure the pet, the mums were in on it, like, telling them to go around teeth in people's things. So, like, obviously the staff, so the staff, you know, told them to leave and whatnot. And then as they're going out, so the, the, the little one that's just got a vest and nappy on, right? She's on, she's on like a little tricycle thing out of the baby section. She's trying to go through, like they're trying to make her go through on this tricycle thing. They refuse to give it back, yeah, right? And then the older boy that I mentioned initially, he is like there's toys and stuff that the like as you come in to the soft play that people can purchase and whatnot in it, like. There, he's just dashing all the toys all over the place. He's taking things, putting it down his shorts, and he's just dashing all the toys everywhere. They're just what? dashing. What's the little girl a getaway driver? Did she try and drive out of the place with the freaking tricycle? Did. In a as well, so blind. Yeah. In the end, though, they left it. They were like, like you know, effing and blinding or whatever, but they left it. 
back then. All the all the staff could do was ask them to leave and call the police. That's it. Like what you know? And then the woman whose debit card they they teeth, she was crying. She was in tears. She'd just taken her child, her kids there for a nice little time, and you know all of that. But it's an operation. I'm telling you, it's a it's an operation thing, man. Because the mums were in on it. You are lucky that that's not us back in the day. I remember when oh we went to the party at the, oh. at the soft play. And you know when you know that you bought the whole entire crew, so you, you are the money that paid. Because everyone's eating the chips, everyone's going to eat the rubbish food and spend their money. The dad will go to the drinks machine where the drinks are £1.20 each and go and ask people, would you want a drink? I'm like, go and get a mixing jug from the counter with the mixing juice in its bright luminous palette and bring the jug. Don't be asking them if they want a lucasate each so they can be jumping up or down in the place like nutters. But that day, this kid decides to come along and terrorise my child. He wasn't too happy for being there. We were all happier than she was. I went down on my knee. I said, listen, if you do that one more time, it's me and you. <laughs> this one had a unibrow, yeah? So imagine if... No, no, you know, little, little terrorist in the making. I know, I know. Terrorizing the siblings, terrorising the people he's with. Just, just, just anyone. I thought they could get on their level, so I got right down on my hands and knees, right, right down, right down, right down. And I said, hello, darling, if you do that one more time, it's me. (laughs) You didn't even have to say it out loud, you just got it in in their ear. (laughs) You know what it's like? No, no, no. And that's well, no, if, they, if they can dish it, they can they can give it. They can give it. I couldn't not believe it. The people there must have been in there for about forty-five minutes, and they just caused havoc. And I just thought to myself, raw, like the eldest boy and that the younger one. I just thought, raw boy, like you can just see how, like, what kind of pick me user are and how you're gonna turn out, man. Like, I just thought, raw, that is just you know, come in there violating people. To no reason. You need to look out for any symbols like they might have tattoos already. So look for the tattoos on the kids so that when they're jumping out of your house with your TV, you can know it's them and just tell the police straight away. I know. So, like, you know, the staff, it's just like, what could they do? They can't, they can't put their hand on them. They can't, like, try and restrain them in case they get, like, stabbed or whatever. You know, you never know what people have on them these days. All they could do is just wait for the police to come. And then the woman whose debit card got stolen took a statement. The one whose whose purse that they teethed and the granddad ran after them and got the purse back. They 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 gave a statement. They didn't pay to get in. They caused all this havoc. They stole from you. You didn't make any money from them coming there. And the police had to come to take statements. And you guys can't do anything. Exactly. Terrible. Terrible. Well, you know what? That story was so appropriate because the title of this week's show is Has the World Gone Mad? Somebody Tell Me. Mm-hmm. Has the World Gone Mad? Somebody Tell Me Now. I'm telling you. I, yeah, I know. Well, there are many, many factors pointing towards it having gone mad, yeah. I think we are living in mad times. You know, if one family can go into a, into somebody's place of business and be terrorising the people who are going there to actually pay and it's all fine... I wonder what the world's coming to. Exactly. It's just, yeah, terrible. I mean, you know, the kids the the kids were oblivious to it all, but as adults sitting there watching it, obviously you pay your big money to get in because it's not cheap, soft play. You know what I mean? You're buying some little one, two little snacks for the kid. That's not cheap. 
And then these people are just putting their hand in the freezer and going and taking what they want. They're going to, they're uh-huh. lucky. They're lucky you're, you're where you are because there's no way in a London, inside London, in a London place are these kids who are just in there. Because imagine just about getting somebody to come and work there in the first place right now or there's zero contract. He's trying to make keep his mum off his back by going to do a little part-time job and you're going to come in there and teeth out the fridge. Watch the ride if you come to the wrong soft plane. Watch the ride. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But, you know, it's just like some people and you've got all these children between you and this is like the example that you're setting for them. Just, yeah, man. Terrific. Sad. Horrific. Sad. This, is what, this is what we've come to. I know. I know, love. And that is why I'm on the watch list they're having to clone Tyrone. I know. They've had to clone Tyrone, our very own John Boyega. John Boyega. I do like him. I do like a bit of John. Yeah, so because they're taking him from the streets of London to go and team up with Jamie Foxx, who's back to hell. But did you hear about that? Yeah, I heard that. It was some weird stuff that was going on, though. Some funky stuff. Lady, they're trying to say that it's very convenient that he had all these movies coming out because Jamie Foxx had five movies throughout this year, about five, six movies. That's a lot. And all of a sudden he has this mysterious illness. We're not saying it didn't happen, but we've sat here all worrying about you. And then you've got a movie out about a guy called Tyrone who got shot five times and might have been cloned. So they're saying, oh, what a coincidence. All this mystery. Mm. Because you know this new way, we keep saying it, this new way of getting hype around things. It's this new sensationalism of not running on the football pitch with your clothes off. It's all this stuff. I'm not saying he was ill, but I'm just saying what happened in this time where he's been gone and everyone's been looking for him and worried. Exactly. And the family weren't very specific about what was the matter with him, were they? Nope. they it was more like a generic, he's un, he's really unwell right now. He's in the hospital. Mm-hmm. And they said, he said that he asked them specifically. I saw the clip that he did. He said, people said this wasn't working. That wasn't working. My eyes weren't working. And he rolls his eyeballs backwards, like one of those old school comedy sitcom stars and says, my eyes are still working. And uh, he does all this stuff, but you can still see he's lost weight. He's still himself, but he's not quite. Maybe his speech might've been affected just a slight bit. But he said that he thanks his wife and daughter, whatever it is, so much for keeping a secret. But he said because of the secret, it caused a lot of... So I think he's acknowledging that he didn't know that it would cause this much chaos. Or did he not... Did he think that we didn't care about him as much as we do? Could it have been that as well? I don't know. But how could he think that, though? I mean, he's a multinational celebrity. So why would he even think that? Or... I think sometimes when you're Jamie Foxx... Maybe sometimes you're the friend of everybody and maybe you don't feel like you're front street because you're, you're the, the cool guy who can do all this stuff. Is this a real talented person? So I'm thinking, is it because someone like me, I can't be that important. I'm not, I'm not, a, I'm not a Michael Jackson. Do you know, maybe, you know, I don't know. Maybe that could be a mindset. Maybe, maybe, who knows? But yeah, it's all very mysterious. Very extremely mysterious. So I'm going to get into it more, but I do know that Tyrone got shot a lot and just like 50 cent he's still here but in this case in this nowadays time they're assuming that something dodgy's gone on so i'm going to be looking into that because jamie fox is starring in that and he's dressed up as one of his really cool characters wig in toe and why is he wag wine over there 
<laughs> yeah, it looks good. It looks good. Yeah, it looks good, man. And this whole, we can't escape the computers and stuff, so he's coming into everything, can it? Well, it is kind of thought-provoking, isn't it? It is. And then it gets into our world as well, where we've got... Because you know what? To be honest, this diversity and horror, they started that. Now we've got this new wave of mystery. Like, where could he have gone? What could have happened on the street? Because imagine, like, you've got, you're going to have the news now and you're not going to be sure whether the head's been swapped. When exactly. the guy's down the road, you know what I mean? I know, it's a bit, it's a bit crazy. You know what I'm saying? Crazy. Yeah. Oh, wait, 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 wait. When, when I, when I messaged you yesterday, when I WhatsApped you yesterday, I caught some show called Dreaming Was Black. Because after I watched Love Island, I feel like I'm a lost, or I'm just floating in the sea. No <laughs> you need to go to your, to your ship called Bed. What's that? Oh, no, but then again, I can recommend the pillows. I've got cooling pillows. They're a really lot of money, but they've changed my life. They've... What are they? Cooling, cooling pillows? pillows. Yeah, they're... I wanted I wanted pillows that felt like a hotel, but then I had to go and search. search, search. It's a dick. What's that? You know, people do pillow reviews. They, they get pillows and lie on them and review them. Yes, honey, I told you we're in the wrong business. I know. Oh, my gosh. So where did you get these cooling pillows? eBay. <laughs> Now I got them on eBay because when I looked, like it's one of them ones where it was the price was ridiculous, but I gradually managed to find somebody who'd bought like a wholesale lump or had like a hundred lots to go. So yeah. yeah, I had to do a lot of research, but I'm so happy I did. <laughs> Not a lot of work. Yeah. So they're working their magic, are they? Yes, they're calling me when I need to be called, darling. <laughs> so what is the what what is the whole purpose of these cooling pillows? They just if you're a hot sleeper. Then it mm. helps to cool and it gets you into that kind of like temperature to be able to sleep, darling. Okay, okay. Mm. And what is the technology behind this? Sorry, I'm completely oblivious to, to cooling pillows. I That's why. Look, I will look it up, but I started off with whether you're a side sleeper or a back sleeper or a front sleeper. And then I'm kind of like, okay. on. yeah, because it's a whole thing. So what are you? Are you a front sleeper or a back sleeper? I'm up. All over the place, sleeper, darling. Are you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hear me. Uh, when when you wake up, you're at the foot of the bed, sleeper. I uh, wake up, you have one inch. I'm a body It's a. You just been dreaming about my Oscar acceptance speech. I just can't get to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. Oh, you know, I can't sleep on my back though because I get nightmares. I get nightmares and sleep paralysis. Oh God. I you know I've had that. Oh my God. I've had that before. It's and someone awful. else was talking about it before. It's so it happened to me once. Look, is it, am I right? Blinking and looking and you know what you want to do, but you can't do it. Can't do it. Yeah. Yeah. Because your body is still in a state of sleep kind of thing, but you're, you've woken up. Like you're you're semi awake, so you can't do it. So whatever whatever thing it is in our bodies that like chemical that activates for us to get up, it's like it hasn't like fully gone around our whole body or something, so we can't get up. Oh my god! I thought it was punish- punishment from the ancestors. I thought I did no. something wrong. <laughs> they said we told you to put the rubbish out, and you tried to leave it in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> it is so scary though I absolutely I cannot stand it and if I sleep during the day as well I tend to get sleep paralysis so I don't I don't sleep during the day 
rarely, if I'm really, really tired, I might doze off, but I tend not to because I get a suffer from sleep paralysis if that if I do. And it's just awful. Like you're trying to when it happens to me, I'm like trying oh to speak. Gosh. And then like Darren has to shake me. He has to shake me to wait to get me up, like physically shake me because I start panicking and stuff. It's awful. So when so what you do is you set your phone to go to auto call and into a video call and then you blink once or blink twice. <laughs> I, I better put the phone on the ceiling then because that's when it happens. <laughs> <laughs> on the ceiling, babe. She's not in heaven. Oh, it's, it's awful though, isn't it, hon? It's just so awful. <clears throat> I can't. I'm scared. I'm, I'm scared. So we're going to go on to you. I'm looking at this lovely picture of this guy sitting on a chair in the, the clouds. And it's our mate, Kwabana, from the BBC3 show called Dreaming Whilst Black. Oh, it's very cool. It's a cool show, girl. It's about a guy, a character called Kwabana, and he swaps his dead-end job for his movie mogul dream. The trouble is, he's black broke and his mum wishes he was an accountant. And it's really, don't they all? And she, she, Sounds like a familiar story. You know what I mean? But it's hilarious. It's like, it covers so many, like, modern day things. But I'll give you one bit. He's got a, at his normal job before he tried to go off and be a writer, which he's a writer. He wants to write, he's got some story about a love romance that happened in the Windrush era. It's a period drama that he wants to set somewhere else, but he's trying to get funding to make a pilot. But in the meantime, he is rubbing shoulders with the right people. But every minute, for example, he thinks that this guy he meets, this top exec, Silver Fox, meets him, nice guy, and he's an old agent woman who was a bit dodgy, says, don't trust him. So then he turns around and sees another script get put out and thinks that the agent's stolen his script. His brethren's only getting drunk of a night time and they make him go and tap some email and then he said, suck your mum at, at the end of the email. And he presses send. They're like, press send, press send. One brethren says, don't press send. They press send and the frigging man didn't get it because he's away and his mum's sick and she ends up dying. So sure. Yeah, he comes back and goes, oh, hoping he didn't see the email. He's running back and he goes, I really liked your script. The one that you saw was one that we've been working on for six months. It's similar to yours, but it's not the same, but I thought that you could carry on and worked on that trilogy with us. But based on the current circumstances, I bid you adieu. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Imagine peer pressure again. So then oh, he, also the other thing is when one of his white friends at work or one of his colleagues is coming out of a black girl, he's all going on dates with her. He's really in love with her, but he doesn't know what to say. He's really like, his name should be Timothy. So he's trying to describe the girl. He goes, she's very vibrant. Yeah, mm. she loves this kind of music. And what kind of movies you think she would like? And eventually he gets to the, he goes, is she a girl? And he said, yeah, she is. And then kind of can say what movie she goes, kind of purple. He goes, mm? not from the first day. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, why? Because he goes, because but that's, man, look, I'm talking about, I, I looked at Oscar winning or Grammy award winning movies. He goes, no, none of those. Then the white guy in the corner mentions the movie and just turns around and lifts up his newspaper as if to say, everyone knows. <laughs> Isn't it? it was oh my goodness. Oh, it sounds funny. It sounds funny. It's so funny. And the family's mixed up. Jamaica, Kwabana is a Ghanaian name, but Kwabana is actually Jamaican. His auntie's a Nigerian Ghanaian. Everyone's all mixed up. He's coming to Jamaican with a Nigerian baby mother who is waiting for her to have her baby. She's not allowed to be Donnie Kibaz anything hurt the baby. She's not allowed to shave her nun. You hurt the baby. Everything <laughs> will hurt the baby. Open to the father. Then at the end, he goes, I don't know if I'm ready for this. 
<laughs> so it's hilarious, but I love it. Community center community, nice UK vibe. And it's filmed in Edmonton, North London. No, stop it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> when did you I, I saw Edmonton in the background. And I thought that was like Edmonton Green train station. But I thought, oh, oh they just used Yeah, they just used a scene. Then when they're talking to the midwife in the hospital and they're saying, he goes, how many babies have you delivered? She said, how many like black babies have you delivered? She goes, I, I work in Edmonton. As if to say, what do you, how many do you think I've delivered? <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, oh. Cool. That was a nice cool thing. Oh, that sounds cool. Yeah. I'll have to give that a look. Yeah, so that's dreaming whilst black. That's hilarious. Well written. Okay, okay. BBC, go catch that. And then with Love Island, let's do a quick, quick check up on these people. Yeah, Love Island. Well, obviously, it's been up and down as usual in the villa. Mm-hmm. Isn't it? They, there was a bit of beef going on between Ella and Whitney. Ella and Whitney. Yeah, I just felt with that, Whit was just doing a bit too much, man. Yeah, I'll tell you what. Like, obviously, we've had the, we've had the parents come in and go. So everybody got to kind of find out what's going on on the outside. And everyone's kind of moved on with, I mean, Molly's dad came in and tried to do mandib handshake and Mitch's <laughs> mum telling Abby she gets it, but it's your son who's a terrorist. I just don't understand. <laughs> I don't get it. I know. And Sammy and Jess's friends are not feeling Sammy, but mummy never mummy never raised no fool. I put on social media. Jess is not a Wallenberg. She's just not a fool. Yeah, exactly. She's just not. So that word, I haven't said that word for a long time. I actually made that word up back in the day. Did you? Yeah, it's Mr. Wallenberg. It's someone who's actually worse than the Edith. It's like above Edith. Oh my goodness. No. She, <laughs> that's a good one, actually. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think she took it a bit to heart, though, didn't she, Jess? The fact that her mum made that comment that her friends. Uh, you know, aren't too, too hot on Sammy. But I think that's just going by his actions prior to asking her to be his girlfriend. Bang on. Bang on. So, Bang I on. think, you know, it's onwards and upwards to, to Sammy and Jess. They make a, you know, cute, cute little couple, I think. Yeah, because they're saying that on the outside, it's just that Sammy's got a little bit of childishness to him. Yeah, and is Jess prepared to put up with that when she gets out? Because they did say the friends are the ones that he's going to have to be with more than the parents. So... It was a little bit of a concern that he does really, you know, little worry there. Yeah. I know his dad made me laugh though. He was like, don't be kissing any other girls, Sammy. Hey, he needs to be told that one. I know, I know. But, oh, I know, but Ty and Ella though as well, their parents, like the mums, yeah, babies, like Ella's mum, used to make for each other and all of that. I love the way that Ty acknowledges the growth. I remember we mentioned that he's like the best ever apprentice in progress. He's actually like, yeah, yeah he's acknowledging his growth. Oh my goodness, but his brother is like, they've taken Ty's voice box and just put it in the brother. It's weird. I sound like him. It's bang on. They told you that them lot went and did some snooping. Ferry's friend and found them on his brother on TikTok and was snooping in the business. Oh, really? Yeah, so fast. We're watching the show. This one's there with her freaking hand, finger. Just Google finger, whatever the hell she was doing. <laughs> oh, gosh. But yeah, no, well, this is the last week to Love Island, isn't it? So, yeah. who, who do you think, Ben Neats? Who do you, what, what's your, who's your money on? Well, I'll uh, tell you what, winners. we got to sort out this Mitch guy. He's a bit nuts. The Mitch, Mitch, oh my God. He's like a round shaped triangle. I don't know what's wrong with him. He just, this Abby, 
Abby's just, just gone home with Scott. Everybody, Scott's got a massive fan base out there. Um, yeah. You know, I, I, we love Scott, but we never he never got a chance to love because actually they, they were well believed that Scott's never been the same since Catherine left. I think Scott's still hung up on Catherine. Yeah. And he, when he sees her in videos, he cuts his line like, you know, like, annoyed, like, pissed off, like, oh, what that could be. I mean, I don't know how Catherine's getting on with with Elon. Elon. Yeah, they said, just, um, well, someone snitched on the social media said that they've not really seen them in pictures together so far, but that might just be early days. I don't know. Maybe. I kind of feel like maybe she should have stuck with Scott, though. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she should have. But they think that Mitch is on the plan because he's just gone and told them that he's not really sure about Ella being she might be playing the game. So they're saying he's trying to free himself up at the end where he knows he won't be. So we can go back with Abby and have that guy is some that guy. Yeah, oh gosh. You, you can't really trust it. I don't know. I can't. Yeah, you wouldn't trust Mitch. But the thing is that him and Abby were so good together before Ella came in. I think Ella has got a game plan though. She's trying to. Yeah. She's trying to be known as that bombshell that, like, you know, mm. caused a wave. She wants yeah. to be remembered for that. Yeah, she was saying um, that her parents told her that she liked that she should have calmed that down a bit. Like, why you're doing a bit much there with the, uh, you know, antagonist bombshell business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, so who do you think then? I'm not sure. I mean, obviously Whitney and Locken were voted the the public's most favourite couple. Yes, there's a campaign. There's a campaign for Whitney. So first of all, we're gonna address naughty tie napping at Whitney that everyone's told him off about. You threw your toys at the pram. And what you're showing me is, is that you're an apprentice, but you're you're not quite there yet. It's giving mummy issues. It's giving prize for the participation award at school where everybody thought if they get a trophy, everyone will be happy, but you've got no winners anymore. It's giving sports day. I didn't win like I did last year. That's what it's giving when you do that, Ty. Don't do that, man. It's not sexy, babe. Don't be barking Ty's at a little bit of a... He's a little bit of a hothead, isn't he, I feel? Yeah, but they're saying Ella needs to mind out for that because the minute he... The, like, if he can do that with that, that person, that's why I'm glad that Lockham put you in your place in a calm way. He was keep... Like, my brother would do that. He would straighten you straight out, mate. And he mm. wouldn't even raise his voice not an inch or a... Yeah. I mean, because that's the thing. I thought he had respect for Whitney, kind of, like, Ty and Whit. You know, they always... You know, they seem to get along and everything. So why are you like? And is that even the first time he's told? He told her to shut her mouth. I think he didn't. He do it before. Apparently, did he told her to shut up before. It was, it was Zach who did it before, and then this. T- apparently, Tyreek has had a lot of times we've done it to other people as well. Ah, uh-huh. yeah. So they've seen okay. him do it. But I tell you what, I'll give you a little inside scan. There's a fake Twitter page out there. It's of Murad Morali, which is a YouTuber who's been doing Love Island reviews for years. It's a Whitney hate page where really he's rooting for Whitney to win and he's actually having a Love Island party at the end of the season to celebrate the so-called win for Whitney and Lockham that he wants so badly. So he said, if you see a page dissing Whitney, it's not me, but it's just the people in this country have got something oh, wrong with I him. I think I know who that guy is, is he? Murad. What is that that black guy who is he a black guy from Birmingham or somewhere? No, he's from London. He's no, that that's Dave. That that's side that's Sideman, that one is. He's the one okay. who does the R and B song about the chocolate love and all this other stuff. Um, yeah. But he does a commentation as well. He's the one who does stuff with CZ Mills. But this is Morad Morali. He's like I think he's a little bit um what is it when you're from like not Middle East and 
a little bit Ethiopian, a little bit Yemen, a little bit from up there, kind of North African, Moroccan, he kind of like around there, but a mixture. Okay. Yeah, so he's got his channel, Murad Morali, and he, someone's made a fake page of him on Twitter, which he doesn't even go on, he said, anymore, because he finds Twitter too toxic. And they've they've made a hate page when he's saying it's long, bruv. Oh, my gosh, really? Yeah. yeah, so if you see that, it's someone trying to affect the votes. That's terrible. Out of Oh, my goodness. No, that's terrible, man. I don't know, but I just feel like Wit has kind of... I don't know. I don't know if her knocking are going to win. I don't know. Because, obviously, they were the favourite, but I don't know. Things have happened, obviously, since then. Yeah. Yeah, things have happened. So we'll see. We'll see what I've won tonight. It's, they said that usually the end is boring, but not with this lot. No, this lot this lot have, have kept us, you know, locked in for the duration, so... And they said Whitney carried the show, so she deserves something just for that. She's good, like, yeah, I do like her. I do like her. I do feel like what she did to Ella, what she said about being selfish and da-da-da-da-da, was a bit too much, but... It wasn't yeah, they too much, it. but I did say before that when Tyrese was trying to win her heart, she wasn't making that much effort. And I did say about the toast, the avocado on toast, and are you going to cook, Gran? I did say <laughs> that, Gan. I did say... <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So it's so like from that perspective, I'm just talking about the toast and avocado. I did put it on social media. I did say, where toast, avocado, and toast and egg, babe. I know, I know. Or is that like, not nah, she... <laughs> She's cool though. She's cool. Her and Lock and cool. We'll see. We'll see how it rolls out, man. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see what I go on with these people. But I'm glad Ellen and Whitney's um, friendship. They've they've quite a sweat that they said it's a sisterly love in it. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad because that did, yeah, yeah, that did upset me a bit. But it's all good. It's all good. I know. I was so emotional, babe. <laughs> and and um, we are going to roll forward, and I'm going to give you the little tea while going in the hustling world. In mm-hmm. regards, yeah, darling. The thing about hair and the hustle, influencers and hustle abuse, and it knows no end. Basically, I tell you to pick a card, any card, in regards to hair extensions and the things that I've experienced over the time in this game. Not necessarily just in this game, in the business game, in the beauty game, in the whatever game that I was doing that associated with hair, I always need the hair because that's something that I've always utilised is the hair mm-hmm. extensions, right? So we've got this young influencer called... What's her name again? What's her name? Local Black Child. Local Black Child exposing a hair company called Nadula Hair who basically sent her an email to collab... Okay. Yeah, and then they are a huge brand and they were pretending to be a small business. When she looked them up, they're like worth millions. And they asked her to do a video. They asked her to drop her prices. Then they came to an agreement at a lower price. Then they did dodgy negotiations. They then made her do the video. She went and got her hair done with a hairdresser, paid the hairdresser $220 to do the hair. Then they turned around and said that because of their budgeting, they are holding back the campaign. And then when she went about it because he'd gone back and forth for a little while they came back and doctored the emails to her and tried to assassinate him on TikTok what? Hello. but why though? what's in it for them? what? free content? they do everything they were using her videos anyway the ones without their hair on their stuff anyway it's so underhanded that's a lot of effort to go to it's a lot and you think a lot and it makes me wonder I know that they do these things in the background but and like as an influencer I mean how do you feel about it like 
how do you feel? We, 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 they did it to you. Oh my gosh, I'd be like devastated. It's a scam. Because these are things that you don't really think about. I mean, first and foremost, though, it'd make me... I think red flags would be waving right in my face if they, like, posed as a small brand, but really they're a mega brand. So why did she go on to work with them then? I think it was the, the, the brand. I think on her side, she was being a bit greedy because when they were doing the negotiations, they wanted her to show some kind of HD lace, which at the front shows that, like, seamless hairline. And she was being a bit particular about the hair. But then when she said they agreed to the hair, they would then not send her what they said they were going to send her as if it was just whatever leftovers they could find. I don't know, but it was that point where she probably was so happy to be approached by somebody so big. She lost her head a little bit, then realised as she went along that this is like nonsense. Yeah, I feel so. I feel so. Because to me, why, like, if somebody like L'Oreal comes and approaches me, Okay, say we don't know, like, L'Oreal's not a global thing. or Well, they are a global thing, but they're not, you know. But they're posing to, as a small business, but they're L'Oreal. Yeah. Like, I'd be like, well, to me, that'd just be dodgy. I'd think, that's, yeah. this is fake or something. I'd think, to me, well, you know how dubious of emails and all that digital stuff that I am anyway, after being hacked a few months ago, that has just, like, literally, I'm just so you know OTT <laughs> about yeah. anyone that I'm doing that I have dealings with like digitally like emails and so on so to me that would have been like oh, this is fake because I get bare emails as well like from you know Sheen not that I buy anything from Sheen anyway but Sheen Boohoo like all them you know there are people that knock up these emails pretending to be them Mm-mm. and they're not it's just fake so people will go to any lengths you know it's terrible maybe it's even a hater maybe it was even a hater that tried to sabotage her industrial espionage oh i didn't think of that you know isn't it wow because you never know who these keyboard warriors are and what who's sending you emails so maybe like yes and she said that when it got to the point where she was saying, I'm going to the hairdressers now, I'm sitting down in the chair now. That's when when she gets there, that's when you want to text her and say, oh, by the way. So this is the thing. You have to be so careful. Like if you, you know, you make your living online, like influencing and collaborating with, with brands and so on, you've got to be so, so careful. It's bad, man. It's bad because it makes you... I don't, I just about now can answer my phone. I'm not going to lie to you. I miss about three or four calls a day because I just don't trust who is this calling. No, same, 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 Nate. And the amount of numbers that I block and so on because they're automated nonsense, you know, and it's just like, yeah, you have to just be so careful. But on her part, maybe, yeah, she was just dazzled by the fact that this this company approached her and prospect of money as well how much money she could make you know yeah definitely i just kind of now wonder apart from somebody starting a business where they can be the credible source like agents used to even though agents can be dodgy too just to help people but then you have to give someone else a big massive cut of something that might not even be that big just to make sure that person's not dodgy exactly exactly so well you know, it's not nice when anyone's sabotaged or violated online or, you know, personal space violated. So I hope she's, you know, can pick herself up and move on and learn. 
from yeah, that. I'm so glad you gave that perspective because I did. I was thinking about my mind was going around in circles as to how infuriating it must be. This must be, but even the the fakeness of the people out there and the catfishing is another yeah. thing I didn't think about. Yeah, definitely, definitely. People love to do that kind of thing. You know, there are whole websites like just dedicated to slating people who are online. It's disgusting. It is, love. <laughs> you know, when you put yourself out there, like with anyone, celebrity, whatever, you've got to be, you've got to be willing to take the good with the bad. Yeah, but the ugly's getting too much, so that's why I thought let me drop a little quiz time in here. Okay. Yeah, okay. We, have, we have one quiz for you. Boop, 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 boop. Bring yeah. on the quiz. <laughs> right. So this quiz is called Who's Sleepover? Ooh. Okay. Yeah. And it's a form of who would you rather? And here's the question. If put on the spot, which two celebrities would you prefer to be at a sleepover with and why? Okay. okay. These are the celebrities. But the first one is our very own gorgeous and sexy Maya Jama, mm-hmm. presenter of Love Island. Cheryl Lee Ralph, Moesha's mum and Abbott Elementary star. Mm-hmm. Katie Price. Yeah. <laughs> Holly Willoughby. <laughs> Portia from Real Housewives. And you're only allowed two. And why? Okay. Oh, I think it'd have to be Katie Price and Holly Willoughby. Oh, interesting. (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) Because, as even though her face is a bit mangled, Katie Price. She's done the whole shebang, isn't she? Even though I, I feel like her personality, I think she'd be quite an interesting person to chat to and like story time and stuff at sleepover. Yeah. yeah. And she would be the one like, I don't know, dressed in her pink PJs and like sipping on Prosecco and whatever and dancing to 80s tunes. Yeah, that would be cool. That would be cool. Because I, I think she's quite down to earth, really. I saw in a podcast the other day and she had a plus on her nose from just having her nose done. And she said, like, people just keep asking me, what have you done to your nose? She says, well, I've had my nose done enough. That's so, like, she's walking around there, bold with the plasters all over her nose, sitting on podcasts. This is what I'm saying, like, with her, it's like, kind of like, what you see is what you get. And I have to, I, I give her bare ratings as well for how she has looked after Harvey, like, all his life. I give her ratings for that. And my man whatever Harvey's dad's called that footballer did not want to know why I've got aside from anything you know that she's done or said whatever I have to I I rate her for that man like Dwight's perspective yeah so I think so I I think yeah Dwight what's his name so that's it so I I, yeah and he ain't even you know catered for his son at all so yeah I give her ratings for that she's a good mum and Hollywood agree Holly Willoughby. <laughs> Just because I won the tea on Philip Schofield. <laughs> I want the real tea, the strong tea, not the watered down media tea. Oh my God. I'm trade the camp on a sly one. 
I want the tea, man. And now I can get my own show as well on ITV. Her, her husband's the producer in it of this morning, so maybe they could like squeeze me a little jar or something. But yeah, no, I want the tea on Philip. So you're really trying to get up in there next to Alison. I'm telling you. Uh-uh. Or I could be Ryland's stylist or something, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you and Ryland would go well, you know. Would you know? That's what I'm saying, so yeah, it'd have to be Holly, like maybe we could, you know, she she's she looks like a bit of a plain Jane, so I think it'd be interesting convo between her and Katie as well. Yeah, I think it would be actually I think it'll be hilarious now you say now I said that Maya Jammer, I would love Maya Jammer, but she could get led astray by Portia. Mm. So if I had them two, and I've said Cheryl Lee Ralph, Moesha's mum, because she is funny and sensible and she can cook us Caribbean food. <laughs> so that would be nice. Katie Price. Now, I would go, you've just shed a whole nother light on it, which has made this sound so inviting, but I said that maybe we won't get no sleep. <laughs> I don't think we would. <laughs> and then with Holly, Holly I thought yeah. that if I don't take the chance now, maybe she won't have no more sleepovers or is this sleepover fate? Because is she really having us around or no? <laughs> yeah, too many, too, many too many selfies. Portia, too many selfies. Too many selfies, yeah. too many selfies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd love Maya because, well, I'd like, what I'd want from her is to spill the tea on Stormzy. What really happened? Did he really cheat? Yeah. Ooh, is that why I'm they just, finished? Ooh, I'm thinking I might do Maya Jam and Cheryl Lee Ralph. Then we can get the pasta on everybody else because she must have met them, innit? In there, and, and then we get the, the rice and peas from Cheryl Lee Ralph and some jokes too. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, next though. Portia would be real vexed. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's Portia and Maya be taking pictures of you in the night time. Too much selfies, man. No? I know, I know, I know. Yeah, no, oh, it's too much social media, man. You'll be there with spit hanging out inside your mouth. You'll be there taking videos of you. <laughs> no, thank you. That was very enjoyable, darling. Right, now, let's get to the nitty-gritty. Uh-huh. The comment section, babe, the comment section. I don't know how quickly we can touch on this, but we're going to have to touch on it. And the topic right now is, it's on period. It's <laughs> a huge elephant in the room. Uh-huh. Shall I run the track? Tell me, yep. Run it, run it, babe. Lord of his mercy, have his mercy. When the transphobia just comes, the audacity and just the, the, the arrogance for cis women to believe that they own periods, that they own women. Yeah. You don't own periods, you don't own women fish. You experience both, both are different for every person, but as a cis woman, it doesn't belong to you. Y'all. You can't even have periods no more, bro. How dare we? How dare we as biological women think that we own the rights to menstruation? How dare we wet down our ovaries and uterus, fallopian tubes, think that we claim ownership to the experience of menstruating? Y'all. They say about that, y'all. It's that crazy. That crazy. Tip the child, honey girl. I don't know, what's it called? Babe, what is going on? Hey, has the world gone mad somewhere to me now? Babe, it's just, it's gone a long, long way, man. I feel like, I kind of feel like it's a little bit too far. I personally feel that 
it's got to the point by where it's no longer about the plight of somebody who is not being treated as they should be and fairly. I mean, over history, there's lots and lots of things that were treated as bad and then they realized it wasn't bad or that people were held back and then they were and they realized that we shouldn't be holding those people back and we we're all still trying to get over the scars of what certain oppressors did overall in society in history this is something that's been going on for a long time we're evolving we're trying to get past the past and take the good from it but i don't think that taking something that is above all of us and taking it down to a tiktok video by where your anger in your plight becomes the one thing that is the the pain in every woman's side. Yeah. And that's all me. Yeah. And that's all I, I, yeah, I, I completely agree. 110%. I just feel like exactly what you just said, exactly what you said. It's, it's the plight, it's people's plights and it's, things are just being twisted into other things which is just wrong it's just wrong i mean you, we understand i love i'm there for the underdog i'm the one who will stand there and watch if someone's getting bullied i'm the one who drives by and sees two little boys running the road so they're really friends but i think they're trying to kill each other so i'm like oh, hey well yeah yeah, yeah. and whatever yeah. i have to say i'll be like you know you're on cctv wherever i have to say to get them to stop what they're doing i'll say it i yeah. don't like discord or whatever's just not meant to be happening to be happening to somebody who doesn't really deserve it but this, exactly. every single month, me included, goes through a hell with this thing. Exactly. I know. And to say that <laughs> we, we don't own it, we can't own it and whatever else, it's just, I just, yeah, the world has gone crazy. Well, the internet went mad. There's too much comments because the whole internet blown up. But what I'm saying is that, let me give, this is how I know that you're speaking at the side of your neck that you have gone and said that on the internet where goodness knows how many women would have been on their period at the time that they saw that and you thought that things weren't going to get thrown around the room. What did they say in the comments? The comments... I mean, they were savage. Savage. People are not even writing it. They're just making videos. You can't even... You can't... You cannot go around just, like, throwing, like, you know, saying things like that. You just cannot... But it's the way it's on period. Like, you're talking about our periods on period. I know. We're just just interested in Oh, my gosh. What did that say in the comments, please? Have it in about a week's time or two weeks' time. Have it. Have mine. Have yours. Have every blood club body. You're going to have it. (laughs) Man. I know. I know. And then it brings me around to something more positive in regards to it. How's this for it? Spain has just passed a new progressive law that they're still arguing about, which allows women or, you know, people with period problems to have time off work every month, if needs be, from three days to five days as menstrual leave to allow them to get over the vomiting and the shaking and all of the other stuff that goes on for some people. What do you think? What do you think? Yeah, I... And is that... Well, that's, I presume that's not working from home. That's just being at home, yeah? Yeah, that's you just being off. And they said, it, well, they want to take away the taboo of the guilt that you feel when you're not feeling well, when it's that type of thing that you don't want to have to keep killing your boss. You just put in your little three days for whatever it, until it's passed and you're feeling better, then you're back to yourself. But they think it's more productive. And also, Spain has been progressive 
in equal rights across the board in in areas. So you can't say that if somebody is being progressive for one plight, but it's also adding another plight, how there's two sides can be at loggerheads when somebody out there believes that everybody deserves a better chance out here. Yeah, exactly. I actually think that's a good thing what Spain are doing because many, many, many women do suffer with, you know, symptoms from their period every single month. So, yeah, no, I think it's a good thing. And yeah, they would feel bad if they have to keep taking days off work and stuff like that because of their period or their... Like, there's nothing worse than having symptoms and having to be, you know, around people and just in scenarios where you'd rather be you've got to do this but you'd rather all you want to do is like you know be on the couch with your hot water bottle I remember when the neighbour's daughter run round and I just saw her head run past the kitchen window she's really tall she's about six foot but she's only 14 or 15 and she knocked the door she goes oh dear my the way this girl must have run like the Christine and I gave her a hot water bottle and I gave her tablets but she was so unwashed she turned green from brown to green Oh. And that is the 14 year old's experience already. Do you want that? We don't own it. You can have it. Well, yeah, they can have it, you know. I don't want it. <laughs> they can. But the thing is, though, don't you think people might abuse that, though, Neat? That's what I'm thinking. But I'm saying the argument is, is that a lot of companies are going to mess up their whole money, they're saying, to have these three days. I mean, well, it's three to five days. Three to so five. Technically, it could be, you know, it could be a whole week off work. And then some woman said that she's got it, but she's scared to take it. And this woman's actually got like the extreme endometriosis where she can't walk and all the other, you know, when it's that time, she's disabled. So, yeah, so Spain, they're still going through it. If the government didn't stay in their elections and it might just go out the window, but for now it's in. Okay, okay. It'll be interesting to see how that pans out as well, because will will the European countries follow suit? You know, will... Will we be able to have that? The thing is, though, don't you think there might be a bit of animosity, like, with women who don't really have sy- symptoms, thinking, oh, like, she's off again, you know? They there could be a little bit of people doing that, but that that means that for anyone who's got a problem with any other physicality, you should stay at work as well. See when your arm broke or your arm comes out the socket because you always get a dislocated shoulder and it's a rarity. You sit at work with a dislocated shoulder then. True that, true that. Then we have Brutney and all the other things that people have that the doctor recognises. I know. I do think it will be abused though, but you know, people, there's always those people that just, you know, they just abuse things, don't they? Like, speaking of abusing things, there was a guy, did you hear about the guy who worked for the company and he was on sick leave for like 20 years and he's asking why he didn't get a pay rise? No. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Oh, please. I'm like, that. on earth can you be on sickly for 20 years? Please tell me. Shed some light, Neat. You can't stop saying that to me. I think the job calls him some mental illness or something. They couldn't sack him. Oh, what? Oh, they forgot about him. But he was talking. Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. For 20 years. The only reason why the man got caught out is because he went to complain about the, the bunny that hadn't gone up in 20 years. Oh, I said, yeah. <laughs> What company was that? I'm applying. It was like, it could have been IBM. I don't know. Don't, don't quote no. me, but it could have been. It's a big company. Oh my gosh, man. That is crazy. Can you imagine 20 years? How much did he get paid then? 
food. Tragedy for tech companies, so it could have been some small fry change. Oh my goodness. And what my guy just like, weren't he living in fear that they might call him or someone might spot him or? I think he tried to take him to the employment tribunal and the judge just said, listen, you see the door there? <laughs> oh no, that is, that is literally taking the mick. That's taking the mick big time. Oh, has well got mad? Somebody tell me now. He's oh, <laughs> just, I'm kidding. Oh, it's just going from bad to worse. Now he's going from bad to worse. Now let's get to the to the crutch, crutch, crutch. If that wasn't the crutch enough, on period. Oh God! It's it's crutch. What does KMT mean? KMT means kiss me teeth. That's a Jamaican's way of expressing this pleasure. It sounds like this. I suck at kissing my teeth. Apparently that way of expressing itself comes from Africa. Simple. Read him. Now there is six billion ways to die. Oh, the big hoax. You about know the big hoax? No, I haven't heard this one. Give it to me. It's the woman who faked her own kidnapping. Oh, come on. Tell me about it. Fill me in. Miss Clarissa from America, United States, sent everybody around the wild goose chase while she basically said that she'd been kidnapped so that she could get the attention of her, her boyfriend who was cheating on her. And she thought the only way to make him be worried about me is if I say that I on the way home I saw a small child on the bridge and when I went out to go and say up the child yep that I got kidnapped and it was all yes my love oh stop it are you serious funny because I saw a thing that the last person she was on the phone to was it her auntie or her sister or something she was on the phone to somebody and then it just the line just went dead or something and then they went to the place they found her car abandoned her week was on the floor yes yes and she i can't believe it because somebody sent me that you know so that an appeal like this person is missing blah 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 it was an appeal that was going around looking you know saying and have you seen this person if you got any info everyone was looking for her people who have got charities where their kids really got abducted took charity money to go look for her she got sick over six thousand something go fund me to look for her what hmm Oh my gosh, that is insane. This is beyond KMT. This is this is beyond the parameters of KMT even. What happened then? So, okay, so she did that and then what? So what happened is... She's looking for her. Yeah, so what happened is like, we, we talk about strange coincidences and, you know, it's like a hill. Here we go around the Marbury bush. So they're saying that it could be that she's got some kind of mental something going on where she thought that the attention that Jossie Smollett got could help her in her plight. So... She cried wolf, and I'm saying that once you've cried wolf, not once, not once the boys and girls have cried wolf, not once but twice. What happens to future abductions? What happens to, who are we to believe? Yeah. Oh my gosh, what, did she just go home then? She must have realized it was getting a bit hot because before it happened, apparently she'd gone to the store, bought herself her favorite snacks and they couldn't work out. Like when we found the remains, how come there's remnants of your favorite snacks? How did you get kidnapped with your favourite stacks? And then 
when they, she said she was one place, the thing was picking her up somewhere quay quay down there. And she said, she, I think they must have said to her, don't approach the, the child, but stay near the child and keep an eye out for your safety and the child's safety. So when they were seeing where she'd moved to, it kept moving miles and miles down the road. And they're saying, what toddler could move that far? Oh. And it was that some ginger head guy with a big ginger afro. Of all the baitnesses, why did you say he was dark hair with a unibrow? Oh, gosh. I cannot believe that. I cannot believe it. So, she's crazy. She abandoned her. She abandoned her car. She pulled off her wig and dropped it on the floor. She took her favourite snacks with her and what wandered into some woods and plotted there eating her snacks for for half a day. She she turned up eventually because she was planning on doing some going away anyway. So she thought while she's gone, then he will think, oh my goodness, where's she gone? And then be so worried that he will come back to her. Wow. Oh my gosh. That is, I can't believe that. And they won't cut out Nollywood movies. You're not taking the piss. That's more realistic than this freaking story. Oh my gosh. I can't believe that, hun. It's unbelievable. So, and the, and the worst thing is, is that the reason why she's getting KMT of the week is because the girl's not even sorry. Oh my gosh. How can you not be sorry? She's just an idiot. I don't even know what to say to it, you. Like, Clarissa. You are not our people, man. Clarissa, from man, from man. And apparently the man's got pure people in his DMs. He said to like, stop bullying her, but he's quite a good looking guy. He's got pure people in his DMs saying, boy, if you don't want, if you don't want her, you can, you know, we'll we'll chat to you. Oh my gosh. So now she's got new followers, like thousands of people have followed him because of the incident. Oh my gosh, I just can't believe... Who really, who really does that, though? Who really thinks of doing that? I think that, you know, like we used to say, the new generation, because I've noticed Charlemagne, when he's talking to younger people now, he asks them what goes on in their mind. I've noticed that we need to start asking more questions and not assuming that what we thought something was is really what it is now. Because they actually believe that if they copy something that went viral, that will give them the reach they need in the message they're trying to send. It's crazy. It's a new form of... And since pandemic, I've noticed there's more cases of this crazy hysteria. I think there was a woman naked running around somewhere the other day with a gun doing something, something or the other trying to prove some point to somebody. I don't know what's going on. Oh my gosh, babes. I just can't believe that she actually orchestrated that. That was, you know, the millions and millions of people that go home, that that go missing like every day. And you're doing that terrible you're doing that like what mind is it that much in the gutter that you would think of that and you would orchestrate that you'd go through with that for a, for a guy hmm. she is that's that's insane i just can't I, I can't even fathom like how someone would think of doing that in the first place it's crazy the mind still got went into it and you know they said that her parents have spoiled her and they, they feel it's a lot of again participation prize behaviour. I didn't win sports day last year behaviour. Wow. That's what it's getting. I'm just, I can't even, I've got no words, Nate, honestly. It's so Spanish and I was going to just leave her, but where you're not bothered, like, really? Is this what we're raising? Exactly. Because isn't she like 20, she's early 20s, isn't it? 21, 25, something like that. 25 now, yeah. That is insane, man. Yeah, you're, you're, oh, you're, what's it, Medulla Oblongata or whatever, the Fontanel when the front of your head is still soft. It's still, it's still not developed yet, babe, because it can't be. Yeah, no, man. It's that not, is, 
it's actually worrying. <laughs> it's so worrying, you know, that like that's that's this is what it, this is what the world's coming to. It's worrying. Very. And I'm thinking that according to some, they by the beginning they were thinking that there could be aliens, you know the conspiracy theory. And the life forces, yeah, because I don't know, everyone's saying, oh, there's life forces. And I heard someone saying, do you honestly believe that we're the only thing in the whole of the universe when there's this many planets and this many this and this going on? So the undertones of, you know, remember when we were younger, it was always about alien abductions and stuff like that. So I'm thinking, yeah, yeah. yeah so I'm thinking, if it wasn't an alien abduction, and if it was an alien abduction, why did they drop her back? That's, that's what we were. But, um, why did you drop her back? Why did you? Why, why did we have to deal with her now? Oh my goodness, neat. You should have just well, her. The aliens. I hope her man was worth it. Well, boy, I, I, he doesn't want her now. Well, is she surprised? <laughs> no, and she's in some embarrassment. And you, you've rubbed the social media posters because for the last two weeks or a week or so, they've got no airplay while you've been at your antiques. Yeah, that's, that's absolutely insane. The greed of it all. The greed of it all. It's, it's, wow. it's, it's greed, isn't it? I just, I just, I, I don't even know. I just, I can't even. I've got no words, man. That is just despicable behaviour. See, you've left the aunties with no words. But I say to you, the sentence that we are giving her that we think is befitting to the crime is a lifetime on that RAS bridge. You can stay on that freaking bridge for the rest of your bloody life and look out for missing people. And then when the people them need help at the fire station and the ambulance people, you've been willing to go there and help them, Clarissa. In fact, you stay on the bridge until some aliens pass. And when the alien bus comes past, just jump on. Jump onto the bus. She should be made to, to do some sort of lifetime community something. Yeah, yeah. she volunteer on the bridge. She can stay there and keep a watch. Crazy. That will save hours and hours of emergency people's time. Hmm. Stupid idiot. Silly, silly girl, man. Silly girl. She deserves the idiot. Yeah. 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 Oh my gosh, she sure does. She sure does. Well, on that note, shall we move on to this week's quotable? Yeah, quotable. It's very big. You want to read it? All right, okay, let's go. Honesty is a very expensive gift. Don't expect it from cheap people. And that's Warren Buffett. And Warren Buffett is a billionaire who's worth 1.116.4 billion. So don't be stupid. So, um, in the number one with honesty, honesty is one of the highest, is one of the highest forms of respect. So, according to the Warren Buffett and his other quote, you have no respect and you also cheap. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> That's it. That's it in a nutshell. In a nutshell, honey. <laughs> like that, nah. you're t- we're tired now, people. We're tired because the world's gone mad. So we have to go. <laughs> <laughs> the world's gone do lally. <laughs> All right, give him the outro, baby. Give him the... the, the oh, my goodness me. So we would like to thank all of our listeners... For tuning into this week's episode 
don't forget that you can follow us on all social media channels. You can link us on Instagram, find us on TikTok, on Twitter. Be early for a change. Don't wait for everyone else. Subscribe on our YouTube channel and wait patiently for us to arrive at the bus stop before success. Come on, you're a leader. You're not a follower, are you? No. Are you neat? No. Well, I work here. I follow all the work on follow. I follow our pages. <laughs> follow, follow, follow. And don't forget, we're always open to new suggestions of topics that you'd like like to hear us covering. Any feedback from any of our episodes. You can catch us at the same time, same place next week. Thank you so, so much for tuning in. And subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Like, 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 share, like, share, like, share. Like. And this year we're going to need some blessings. Do you, know, do you like that June? This year, blessing. Just the morning, you and them want to follow. We need follow and we need blessings this year. We need, we need, it. We need it. And if you're there on friends, you can catch up on friends too. Yeah, man, catch up there because it <laughs> won't have officially gone mad. It had gone mad. The whole world don't do lally. See, look, they said it to us in the 90s, innit? But it's coming, it's coming, it's coming up now. It's coming to pass. Incredible. Don't do lally. Yeah, it's incredible. It's, it's the lally and it's incredible. We've got so many songs from back in the day that we could, that would be befitting to the times. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, so for the Bye, darling. Love you like dumpling. The song is song. Love you like fried chicken. Love you like ransom Let me tell you something, friend. You know the type of person you are. You know you a good person. Ain't no need to defend yourself. At this point, let people believe what they want to believe. Think about every time that you've tried to defend yourself. Did anybody believe you anyway? No. People going to believe what they want to believe, but you know who you are. This ain't no boxing match. You ain't going against Mayweather. You don't need to defend yourself. This ain't a fight. What you fighting for? To impress who? To get whose confirmation and acceptance? These regular motherfuckers out here? <laughs> Drop up or go out and get it Sold on the vibe but they still don't get it I sold them cash, go get credit Fix your hair and nails, home girl, you gotta get it Get beats and grub more, bro, you gotta get it I said Arsenal, but they still don't get it I told her jump on top, don't stop till you get it Girl, juice is flying, sake gang, hard work and merit Smiley.